is the Your Money Hour show. Welcome to the show, everybody. I am Dakota Grady, your host. So I have a special guest today, and really special guest uh, in my heart. So before we get started, though, if you need help with personal finances, check out my website at dakotagrady.com. Maybe you've been affected by the pandemic, and you need help with budgeting, getting out of debt, and saving to get back to where you were. My website is dakotagrady.com. And if you need help with your taxes or accounting for your business, contact me today at theatdoc.com. That's theatdoc.com. So I'm really excited today because I have Doug Garrett of Watkins Garrett in the Wood on the, actually on the Zoom today. And I really, really respect them. So I wanted to have him on the show. So without further ado, Doug, welcome to the show. Welcome, Dakota. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, sir. So I want to reach out to you because growing up in Fieldcrest Village back in the day, you probably know where Fieldcrest was or is. Yeah, I got many friends and both say I consider family that lived there. I yes. spent a lot of time in that area because I've worked around there. <laughs> yeah. So growing up, I knew three black business owners. It was Big Jim on Haney Street. I don't know if you remember him. I remember Mr. Big Jim. It was... Holland Hill, the dentist. Right on. Yeah. And Watkins Garrett in the Woods. Yeah. And that that's was it. my dad. And then that, my dad, then then me. Yeah. Yeah. And that was it. It's like everybody else were either employees. But those are only three black businesses that I knew. So I just I'm honored to have you on the show because you all have been in the business for years. Talk about how your dad got into the business and how you transitioned, please. Okay. Well, the business was started in 1952. It was um, Mr. Ollie Watkins, Mr. Shepard, and Mr. Hamp um, Shepard, and uh, and Mr. Arnold, Mr. Moses Arnold, and those gentlemen started the business as um, as uh, Mr. Watkins had the original vision for and. Um, they stayed in the business until 1954, at which time Mr. Arnold and Mr. Shepard wanted to retire from the business. And uh, they got my father involved um, quite uh, somewhat um, coincidentally because um, Mrs. Arnold and my father worked together. My father, when he came here to Greenville, he was the first black county farm agent in this area. So he worked for the Clemson Extension Service. And he retired out of Clemson Extension Service while still running the funeral home. But um, so Ms. Arnold, who was his um, right hand in, 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 in the Extension Service, they had a women's component of it and she worked in it. And she and my dad came like brothers and sisters and she eventually told him she wanted him to, you know, take over her portion of the business. On in years, Mr. Watkins passed away and uh, Mr. Mr. Woods as well. And uh, we took over, but we still keep the name in honor of both Mr. Woods and Mr. Watkins. So it's, it was just my father and myself. And my sister works here. My mother, she's a um, licensed funeral director. And uh, I, I guess I could say she's the boss of all bosses. So, <laughs> so even though 
I'm the boss. I have another boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great, my father, great. So, my father passed away in, in, in 2018. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, how was it for you? Did your dad teach you the business, or how did you get involved in it? Yeah, um, he 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 taught me the business, but more my pops was more of a hand on hands on type of person. So he would bring me to the funeral home, and the folks that worked in the funeral home, around the funeral home, would have me working with different ones, doing different things. I learned from the grave digging to um, I'm a licensed embalmer and funeral director, so I embalm and prepare the remains, and and I funeral direct and do the business management side. So I've had to learn and had to get all my hats together over the years. <laughs> so talk about that. Like, what have been some of the successes that you all had? I mean, it's like walking Gary to the woods and then it's everybody else. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that. Uh, because we have, Greenville has been blessed with, fortunately blessed with some some very good quality other of my colleagues, I say, Mr. Mr. Beasley and Ken Beasley, they're good friends of ours, and they they do a magnificent work in the community. Um, Webb Settles has 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 is is not completely in business, but they over the years they have done well, and you, you know you have um, the Browns who have Upstate Funeral Home. They you know so we have a, we have several black. Entrepreneur Sullivan Brothers over in Greer. You have several black entrepreneurs in this area who service this community and try to do everything they can for the community. And we are colleagues. And I'm 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 honored to be, you know, associated with with all of those different firms as well. You know. So talk about that. Like, there's enough for everybody to win, right? You mentioned colleagues, so you're not competitors. You're working together, right? Yeah. Um, the thing of it is, is if, you know, if one of us fails, all of us fail, especially in black business, because it's not, you know, that's not, there's not that many of us. So we can't have the attitude that we want to try to, you know, um, defeat the other person or whatever, whatever we can do to uplift each other is what we need to be about. Mm. That's good stuff right there. So what have been some of the challenges over the years, I mean, for you and your company? As always in in a black business, um, <laughs> financial challenges as far as um, financing and whatnot, um, access to finance and, and and whatnot. But you know we've been able to overcome those things uh, over the years because we've had you know good people helping us at at different times. But the same the same access that my as my, how can I say that? My Caucasian colleagues may have is not necessarily always accessible to us. I'm just saying that it's changed a lot, but there's still some things that are, you know, mm. yeah, yeah. So, so but, but, but um, you know, we work beyond that, and you know, and God has given us favor over, over 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 a long period of time. All right, all right. So yeah, I actually had a client. In Tennessee, they had challenges with getting financing too. But she's a she's she had a woman, it's a woman owned business. So mm-hmm. her her that women have more challenges. I guess the men do, even though it's still challenging. But mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I've heard that as well. I, I, I would think it's just that um, that um, it's not so much the um, the the resource to some degree as our our knowledge of of being able to get to the resources mm. and how to set those resources up to 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 keep you know propagating more resources. You know, um, in our community. Um, um, we, our families rely a lot on ins- in insurance um, to be the means as to which they, you know, take care of their funeral services and whatnot. And I know, you know, most of the, my colleagues that are outside of my skin color don't deal with insurance assignments and whatnot because um, they tell the families that you have to, you know, basically, you know, pay for your services. And, you know, in our instance, we, you know, we'll take an insurance assignment and wait on the insurance and try to, you know, um, work with the family to secure things such as a cemetery and everything in the funeral bill, you know, Mm. but, um, it just, it just depends. Um, I, I want to, promote to folks that we just need to be more aware of and younger people, especially that they need to make provisions so that they're not making a burden for their, you know, family members, because you hear a lot of people say, you know, well, I don't care what anybody does with me. If I die, you put me on the side of the road or this, that. And if something happens, you know, that's somebody's loved one. That's not what no no one's family members ever going to think. You know, they 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 want to they want to try to do what they can for their loved one, and it's a, it's a you know sad situation for people when they you know have to struggle to try to see about making ends to carry out someone's um, final services, and you know they got bills beyond that. You know they got to. You know, after that service, they're going to have to, you know, keep the lights going, keep, you know, going to the grocery store, keep, you know, car notes and that kind of thing. So as we deal with folks, we try to, you know, take those economic variables into to um, into consideration to try to guide people in a way that, you know, they they are able to. um be able to memorialize their loved one in a way that that gives them closure and also befits that person. But at the same time, we want to not let them get in a situation that's going to keep them financially burdened for, you you know, some time to come. Mm-hmm. But, so but how, how important is life insurance in this? Life insurance is very important. Um, pre-need planning is very important. Well, see, in our um, community, we oftentimes buy life insurance just for the sake of having something to to carry out your final expenses. Correct. In other communities, they buy life insurance in 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 a sense to be able to do that, but also to be able to leave some type of legacy for their families to be able to move forward. Right. You know, and 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 that's some that's 
how we need to, you know, acclimate ourselves to 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 think. Yes. You know, um, we need to be able to access our monies and and resources in our communities more than just one generation out. Mm-hmm. You know, That's we, we got a plan for our for our children and our grandchildren, and it's it's not something. You, you know, you, you you have to plan in a way that it's something you, you're not going to see come to fruition, you know. But still, plan. That's right. And yeah. also about having a will, power of attorney. Having wills, power of attorney. Then uh, All of those things are extremely important. Living well, exactly so. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, some people would, I know people who have life insurance, but they only have enough, I guess, to cover them, I guess, for like a burial. Like you said, they don't have the legacy part figured out yet. They're only covered, all right, well, I got my headstone and I got my burial, but beyond that, there's nothing left over after all the funeral expenses are paid. Yeah, yeah. But even 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 if you don't have the resources to do that and you may have a home or something like that, that will is extremely important to keep families from falling out over the things that, you know, that, um, you know, the main thing when someone passes is that you want to be, remain family. And a lack of planning is a surefire way to destroy your family <laughs> in, in, a, in a sense because you see people, you know, with different motives at different times. You know, we would want to say everybody would, would think in, 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 in the right way. And you see a lot of families that do thinking that loving, kind way about each other and, and all they can see is, you know, what we can do for each other. But you have some, sometimes you have folks that unfortunately want to see what what they're going to get and what kind of advantage they're going to be able to take. And, and so you have to plan for that too, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I think we got about like a minute in this segment, love. I want to bring you back for the second segment. Is that fine? Yeah, that's fine. Awesome, Thanks. awesome. So, yeah, all right, so we got like a minute. Real quick, hmm. Have you seen where people have, like, <laughs> the money aspect of it has caused them to really, really see the family just destroyed because someone wants some money? We can we come out with, that, with an answer in a few. But. Okay, okay. So this is the Your Money Hour show. I'm with Doug Garrett of Watkins Garrett and Woods. And we're talking about basically business. And I want to talk about, when we come back, how do you build a culture in the funeral home business? Because I'm like, I'm curious. <laughs> so this is the Your Money Hour show. I am Dakota Grady. And check out my website at dakotagrady.com and also at theatdoc.com for accounting and taxes. This is the Your Money Hour show. And we'll be right back. The station that has everybody talking. It's my favorite station. I love it. I love this station. This is your station for the best and inspirational music. Keep telling your friends about Rejoice 96.9. Yeah! Greenville's Inspiration Station.
is the Your Money Hour show. I am your host, Dakota Grady. Welcome back. If you need help with your personal finances, you're struggling, let me help you. DakotaGrady.com is my website. You can also get a copy of my book, Financial Help, there as well. And if you need your taxes filed and your accounting done, check out theatdoc.com. That's theatdoc.com. I got you covered for personal finances, accounting, and taxes. So welcome back, Doug, to the show. And the last question I was asking you, basically I need to clarify that. How have you seen money tear families apart in your business? In, in two different ways. Lack of it can cause acrimony between um, family members because different. If, if someone's expected to say a loved one passes and all the family members are looking at each other as to who's going to take care of the services and different ones are stepping up and different ones are holding back. That leads to the, you know, dissension between family members because there may be one person that's the next of kin, but they don't have the resources, but the other person who has the resources may be wanting to, you know, call the shots and the next of kin has a problem with that. And then, you know, and it just leads to bad situation. The other flip side is that is that someone does have resources, but they haven't properly named anyone to be the executive of the estate or whatever. And then it's a, you know, kind of grab situation where people, one, trying to advantage themselves over the other. So um, that on both sides, that, that can be a... Um, Unfortunate situation, put it that mm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's transition to talk about your business, your culture. I've seen you guys work at your business for years, like literally years. Talk about how to get people to motivate it to work at funeral home. I mean, I mean, help me understand <laughs> that. Because <laughs> it's not like going to eight, you know, right nine to five, go and clock in, do your job. It's like, no, you're working weekends and evenings, right? <laughs> And look, I work every day that it is a day. <laughs> <laughs> if they add another day to the week, I'll be working that day too. <laughs> but I have to say, it's you know, it's 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 more like a ministry. And um, fortunately, within you know our business here, we are a family. You know, um, everybody that works here is to me part of my family. Um, and <laughs> we got a group of people who kind of, it, it's hard to understand it, that, you know, we come to work, kind of looking to come to work to be with each other in our family setting. And um, I know our business is a business that is, you know, considered solemn and, and, and very um, subdued, but we are kind of, you know, we still laugh and smile and, 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 and talk with folks and everything. And, and I, I think one of the best compliments I've ever had and that folks have given us is, or given our firm as a whole has said, you know, I came in here and I was feeling down and, and I come in here with you all and I was expecting you all to be, you know, somber and, you know, 
um, scary or whatever. And you all, you know, lift me up. Y'all, this is pleasant and this, you know, so that's what we want to be able to, you know, to, to offer the folks. You know, um, it, it, it is a, 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 a time to reflect and a time to 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 appreciate the, the and we want to we want to be professional but at the same time we want to try to you know uplift as, as well you know so um, yeah so but I, as you said I've most of my folks here have been here at least 10 years five years you know uh, or or, or uh, several employees have been here um I have what three now that were here in the sixties. Wow. Yeah, and one that was in here in that was here in the fifties. Wow. So so um you know we we uh, longevity, you know, kinda stays with us and that, that family atmosphere is something I'm determined that we always gonna keep. Awesome. Family mm-hmm. culture. I like that. Because yeah, they feel yeah. wanted and they feel like they belong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And I'm, we extend that to the people that we serve. You know, we wouldn't be here with we wouldn't be here without the community that we serve and the folks that we serve, you know, become our family as well. I can't tell you the countless times that, you know, instead of folks calling the um, usually, you know, the hospital will, is supposed to call, you know, and let us know about someone passing. Folks will call me in the middle of the night, duh, you know, mama passed, what I need to do, you know. And, um, you know, some folks could look at that as inconvenience, but I look at it as a blessing because people trust me enough to be able to know that I'm going to try to do my best to try to take care of them. And they, they know my number is is for anybody to have, so you know. So it's it's that's just the way I feel about it. Yeah, I was I was surprised. I was I got your phone number. I'm like, wow! I was really blown away about that. Really was. Oh well, <laughs> I'm I always believe in that being accessible. Uh, there's no wall for me to hide behind, and no buffer for anybody to have to come through to get to me. So <laughs> <laughs> cool, I like that. I like that. So, if anyone wanted to start a business, what are three or four tips that you can tell them that they need to do to start a business? Uh, get your business plan in 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 in, in soundly in, in mind. Make sure you got your financing situated. Make sure that in starting your business that you have your finances situated in a way that you can last and and get your footing um while you may not be making any profits you know um and um be open pray about it stay about it <laughs> um dedicate yourself to what you're gonna do you know seek all the advice you can get that's you know and some of it's gonna be good some of it's gonna be bad but some of it's gonna be you know some some somebody gonna give you some wisdom out there if if you're talking to people who 
who have been where you are trying to go, you know. And so I guess that's about because I I wouldn't have been able to get this far without folks talking to me, mentoring me, you know. Um, <laughs> one of the things my father instilled in me and told me a long time ago, he said, son, you got to appreciate when people um, talk to you or um, try to pour some wisdom into you because that ain't, that ain't something they have to do. So I've always, you know, kept that in mind, you know, and, you know, and uh, am thankful for everybody who has, has, has tried to do that in my life, you know. Mm. Yeah, I like that. So business plan, make sure you get the finance and get right, and they also have savings. So I'm like, have savings, right? Is that- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Very important to have savings in a business and personally. Yeah. So, what are some of the challenges people can expect when they start a business? How can they overcome them? Mm-hmm. The challenges that you're gonna have is. Um, Establishing yourself in, in, in that community sometimes. Um, getting your name out there. Getting folks to trust you. Um, and overcoming that is just being consistent in what you do. And and pushing yourself to, to get out there and be, you know, on on your game. And try to be there to, you know, to and, and, and learn all you can. Those would be the main things I could think of. So in terms of getting your name out there, what do you think people can do to get them names out there, like in terms of marketing? Well, now, you know, so many people use, you know, your um, <clears throat> your media platforms like Facebook and, you know, it's, it's, it's different from the time when, you know, my folks came along and even in my time, I'm um, I'm not necessarily a Facebooker, I, but um, I have other folks that that do all, <laughs> all of that. Um, but um, but you you know you have so many so many different avenues now that are immediately accessible to people that you might not have had before. Where before you is just, you know, being in front of people and being this place and that place. A lot of times now you may not have to do that. Just, just get you a good name and, 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 um, keep what you do consistent in a way that you can build a fan base on your multimedia platforms and whatnot and get folks to support you. So that's, you know, what I see now that's, that's a little different from my time. I got you. Social media can help. So before we close, any final thoughts on business or even in life? You got the floor. Uh, um, appreciate the little things. Put yourself out there. Try to, again, learn all you can and expose yourself to things in that deal with your business in, in every level that you can. And, 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 you know, you're going to have some bumps and some bruises, but don't be afraid to try uh, something new, you know. Um, and pray about it. 
you know, for those of us who, who believe, I, I can't I can't express enough how important it is to, you know, ask the Lord to watch over you and guide you in what you're doing. And awesome. humble yourself and and and, and, and listen to him. Awesome. Some of them knocks and whatnot you're gonna get. It's him just correcting you. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, thank you for joining us, Doug. And how can people find out about you real quick online? Your business. Oh, um, wgwmarchware.com and um, and as well as um, you can just call us at any time. Watkins Garrett and Woods Marchware 864-242-1144. Awesome, and, awesome. Well, Doug, um, you can ask to speak to me, and I'll talk to you. Yes, sir. Well, Doug, thank you for your time. This is the Your Money Hour Show. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.